Section 23 of The Exploits of Juva by Marcel Alain and Pierre Souvestre. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter 23 States Evidence. Juva, I've been fooled. The journalist was resting on the great couch in his friend's study, Rue Bonaparte, and wound up with this assertion the long account of the fruitless inquiry he had made at Dixon's. "'I'm played out. For two days I haven't stopped a minute. After the night at the Crocodile, which I spent for the most part, as I told you, in search of Lupart, yesterday my day went in fruitless trips. My mind is made up. Tonight I shall do no more.' A cigarette, Fandor? Thanks. From the crystal vase where Juba, an inveterate smoker, always kept an ample stock of tobacco, he chose an Egyptian cigarette. My dear Juba, it is absolutely necessary to go again to Sevres and draw a close net around Dixon. He needs watching. Isn't that your opinion? I'm not sure. Juba thought for a few moments, then after all what grounds have you for thinking that dixon should be watched why any number of reasons what are they it was fandor's turn to be surprised he had given juva the account of his visit supposing that would bring him to his way of thinking and now juva doubted dixon being a suspect you ask me for particulars i am going to reply with generalizations taking it all in all what do we know of dixon that he was in a certain place and carried off josephine under our very eyes hence he is a friend of josephine's which in itself looks compromising oh protested juba you arrive at your conclusions very quickly fandor josephine is not an honest woman she may know the type of people that haunt the night resorts yet who for all that need not be murderers then juba how do you account for it that during my visit dixon tricked me and kept me from meeting josephine while making believe to look for her is not that again a sign of complicity does not that show clearly that josephine realizing that she is suspected in our eyes has decided to evade us juba smiled fandor my lad you are endowed with a prodigious imagination you impute to dixon the worst intentions without any proof he got josephine away you say what makes you think so if you did not see her it was due to collusion between them both why as far as i can see josephine simply picked up an old lover of hers at the crocodile and went off with him as naturally as possible preferring not to see the arrest of lupart or of chalec i admit that next day she simply took french leave of the worthy american and you may be sure he knew nothing about her going Fandor was silent, and Juba resumed. That being so, what can we bring against Dixon? Merely that he knows Josephine. You are right, Juba. Perhaps I went too far with my deductions. But to speak frankly, I don't see clearly what we are to do now. All our trails are crossed. Lupart is in flight. Chalec vanished, and as for Josephine, I doubt our finding her again for ever so long all the while the journalist was speaking juba had remained leaning against the window watching the passers-by fandor come and see by the omnibus there the person who is going to cross the journalist burst out well i'm damned you see fandor you must never swear to anything well ain't we going to catch her and arrest her why 
do you think her being in the street is due to chance look she is crossing she is coming straight here she is entering the house i tell you in a few moments josephine will have climbed my stairs and will be seated cosily in this armchair which i get ready and set full in the light fandor could not get over his astonishment did you make an appointment with her not at all jean the detective's servant came into the room and announced there is a lady waiting in the sitting-room she would not give her name show her in jean a few moments later josephine entered good day mademoiselle cried juba in a cordial tone what fresh news have you to tell us lupart's mistress stood in the middle of the room somewhat taken aback but juba set her at ease sit down josephine you mustn't mind my friend fandor he has just been telling me about your friend dixon you know him sir a little said fandor and you mademoiselle have been seeing something of him lately i happened to meet him at the crocodile and took a liking to him we took a liking to each other she turned to juba i suppose you distrust me for giving you the slip with another man juba smiled you found a good companion and forgot us there is really nothing to be angry about now won't you tell us what brings you here yes but monsieur juba you must swear to me that you will never repeat what i am going to tell you it is very serious then monsieur juba i am going to put you in the way of arresting lupart you are very kind my dear josephine but if the attempt is to succeed no better than that we made at the crocodile no no this time you'll be sure to nab him day after to-morrow at two o'clock lupart is going with some of his gang to nugent seven rue des chamilles he has a job there under way juba laughed they've been fooling you josephine isn't that your view fandor do you think that lupart would try a stroke in broad daylight josephine gave more details eager to persuade him there will be fifteen of them outside a little house whose tenants are away some of them will make a crowd to help their mates in case of danger the beard is to be in it too and lupart yes lupart i tell you he will wear a black mask by which you can identify him very well if we have nothing better to do we will take a trip to nugent day after to-morrow eh fandor as you like juba only remember this my dear josephine if you are putting up a game on us you'll be sorry for it there is a way to be sure in which you can prove your good faith be at nugent station at half-past one if we find lupart where you say he will be we shall arrest him if we don't find him the detective paused significantly you will nab him only we mustn't look as if we met by appointment no one must suspect that i gave you the tip hereupon josephine started to go her manoeuvre had succeeded and lupart's business would go ahead safely she turned at the door and nodded looking at fandor another thing lupart doesn't love you you had better be on your guard juva turned thoughtfully to fandor strange is this woman playing with us or is she in earnest and how she looked at you when telling us to be on our guard end of chapter twenty three Read by Don W. Jenkins, Rancho San Diego, California, shaggybark.blogspot.com.